0: This is the Doctor Who podcast and you are most welcome.
1: Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Doctor Who podcast. As we quickly react to the amazing news that has just come out, cool. uh, literally flying in the door of the camper van, I have James and Phil. Hi guys. Hello. 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 If you settle yourself down and dust yourself off for a little bit, what was everyone doing when the news hit? Well, first of all, I thought it, it, it's worth saying that you know
2: it's the hottest day of the year here in the UK. Everybody is out. Everybody is out. The news breaks of who's been cast as the fourteenth Doctor and the three of us are all sitting at home on devices, ready to jump on and record a podcast <laughs> straight away.
0: Exactly. Well actually somebody uh sent me a message saying that uh oh that this is yeah, this is this is the rumour at the moment and it was the it was his Instagram uh post with the two hearts plus yeah. the blue mm. box. And um I thought, yeah, I've ne- never heard of the guy. And, you know, and then next thing you know, it's official. It's breaking news. Uh, that, that So I sort of found out. I found it was a, a rumour, and then literally two minutes later, it was confirmed he is the new Doctor.
2: So this is Shooty Gatwa.
0: Yes, indeed. <laughs> We'd better mention his name, I suppose, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably,
1: yes. For those of you who have not, not seen it so far... Um... Yeah, weirdly, actually, I didn't... No one told me. Usually, any bit of, sort of significant Doctor Who news, my phone just goes nuts with with everyone. Oh, Ian, Ian's a fan of Doctor Who. I better tell him. Um, and, I, and I get, like, 20 different texts from people. But I just happened to be on the BBC website uh, while in, taking a pause from vacuuming the house in my exciting life. Uh, and it, it just—I happened to open the webpage literally as the news broke, so I, I, I caught it that way. And then, and then my phone lit up.
2: I'm just trying to think of any kind of witty Hoover or vacuum <laughs> metaphors, like um, <laughs> you took a deep inhalation of breath. <sighs> That's my impression of a Hoover. All right, um, yes. Phil, what were you doing? Okay. What domestic chore were you doing when you heard? Um, I was doing. I was actually
0: sitting on my backside, actually doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd done the gardening this one. How about that? I had actually done the garden, hard, hard mornings gardening and and, um, and cleaning out the pond, and um, yeah. Then I sort of sat down to have uh, some lunch, and then yeah, the news broke. So there hmm. we are.
2: I I wasn't expecting an announcement this soon. I I know the internet has been anticipating it, and. Uh, um, in some some quarters, demanding some kind of announcement now. Um, Doctor
0: Who fans demanding. They were demanding, come James. Come on! <laughs> I know it's hard to believe. I know it's oh, no. hard
2: to believe. I I really thought Ian's prediction, or half of it anyway, may may come true, and and we may not actually find out until a lot closer uh, to the first episodes the fourteenth Doctor appears in, or perhaps you know. In, Actually, when he does appear, and I was so looking forward to that, but clearly that must have been too difficult logistically uh, to uh, to pull off. Mm. So, yes,
1: Shuti Gatwa, um, I have not heard of him before. You'd be both. No, I, I hadn't. I have heard of the show Sex Education, but only as a you know a name of a show that's out there on Netflix. Um, but having done a little bit of research <laughs> in, in the sort of you know hour we've had since the news broke. Uh, it does seem to be an extremely popular show, uh, and particularly popular show amongst uh, but young young people, the, the youth audience. Uh, I think he's won one. Is it mm. two BAFTAs for his mm. his role in that show? In in, pref- in preparation for this, I actually jumped onto Netflix and watched just the trailer <laughs> because I, I I get the feeling that you know I'm not going to go and watch an entire you know series that quickly for this. But I watched the trailer and he appears a number of times in the trailer, and I have to say I was quite excited by what I saw. Um, he's clearly got a lot of charisma a lot of energy uh, The, the char- and of course he's an actor so you know different roles different uh, uh, characterisations so you can't just assume he's going to play the Doctor the way he plays the character in that I think Eric is the name of the character in that but um, I, I was struck by the, the charisma he was bringing to that role at the same time there's this one little scene in there where he plays a gay character and he's talking to his father in a car I mean this is a trailer so you see literally five seconds of this But he's obviously having a very serious and meaningful conversation with his father. And there was just, even in that little clip, there was emotion coming out of the screen. So I thought, there's someone with some range there. So, I mean, I've seen a three minute trailer, you know, (laughs) I'm not going to wax too lyrical about it. But just from that little snapshot, I thought there's some really interesting material there that a good writer like RTD could really go to town with. When I spoke to
2: Michelle, which again was very quickly via text, uh, just uh, just after the announcement had um, flashed up on my screen, uh, she said she'd never heard of him. However, she trusts RTD's casting decisions, and I thought that was quite an interesting point, because I generally do as well, and not just in Doctor Who. But you look at the characters um, that he creates for his, all of his shows and he's just got a knack of, of either writing the dialogue in a way these actors can perform convincingly um, or he's incredibly fortunate. Either way, it's good news for us. And um, I'm, I'm not going to do a whole bunch of research this time. I, I remember when Matt Smith was, well, I'm just about to say announced but it was a special Doctor Who confidential when he just kind of appeared with a little title card at the bottom of the screen saying, oh, the 11th Doctor. Um, but I, I went back and watched Moses Jones, which was the only other thing he was in at that time. This time, I have no desire whatsoever uh, I, to to go back and have a look uh, at his other stuff. Um, and, and Drew, Drew mentioned to me, he sent me a text as well uh, to say, uh, unlike everybody else on social media, I have no desire to watch his previous work. I'm going into the 60th blind, uh, which is exactly what I'm going to do this time as well.
0: Yeah, same here. Actually, um, I mean, funny enough that I have uh, inadvertently I had seen him in something without actually realising it. He was in the Horrible Histories the movie. Oh right. Um, yeah. So I don't. I said I don't want part he played, but obviously I've seen a production he's been in. Um, but yeah, I. I I actually want to go into this without any preconceptions, um, pre, as, as you said. Like Matt Smith, he's probably the prime example. I think I'd, I'd seen him in, in a very small part in Ruby and the Smoke, um, which is was Billy Piper, wasn't it? Mm, it was. Uh, yeah, that was the only thing I'd seen him in. Um, and then, to be, I didn't know it was Matt Smith. I just forgot all about it. And then it was announced, and they said I was in Ruby and the Smoke. But oh yeah, mm. I, I was, then I remembered his character. <laughs> but again, I didn't go seeking out any. Any of his previous work or anything like that. Um, I think I'm going to do the same on on um, on this occasion as well because I, I just it's for me it's it's a it's a blank slate. I don't want to project any other performances onto it, um, which I think we people tend to do, whether they intend to or not. Really, it, it just kind of happens. I think for some people, so Perhaps. myself, in, I'm including myself firmly in that camp actually. So I think I'm going to yeah just sort of take a step back and just wait.
2: Are you surprised they've gone for another male?
0: Um, I am because I think all the—if you want to put any stock in internet chatter or social media chatter—it's all been. It must be another woman. They can't go backwards. It has to be another woman. Um, well, it doesn't have to be anything really. Um, you know, they could have gone down. Was it Tom Baker's uh, <laughs> suggestion for a companion back in the day? A talking Cabbage. They could do anything. with the the role of the Doctor. The the, the Doctor can regenerate into anything or anyone. Yeah, that's that's my take on it anyway.
1: I was not only not surprised, I have kind of in my mind, uh, if I had to put money down on it, I would have guessed that it was going to be a a male and a male of colour. And the reason my mind got there was that there's a certain element at the BBC of what they're doing now of trying to sort of repair (laughs) the show. You know, they're bringing RTD back in. You know, The last few years have not been particularly successful. And I, I did think there would be some pressure to try and go for a slightly more conservative actor to be a safer pair of hands. At the same time, I didn't think they would go back to another of the endless procession of, you know, white men because that would have been a little bit too giving in to the unwarranted criticism, I think, that has gone Jodie's mm-hmm. way just for being a woman. So when I sort of thought of those competing demands... Where my mind got to was if you went to a male, but a male of colour, you kind of bridge the gap there. It's it's slightly less controversial, so you bring the show back into perhaps slightly safer territory. Um, I'm not saying that it should be safer territory, but I think it is. But at the same time, you're not seen to be sort of rolling over and pandering to sort of uh, the the more unpleasant uh, elements of fandom. So this didn't surprise me in the slightest,
2: and And I think it has been the perfect blend of a commercial decision to bring the show back into the public consciousness a little more. So you bring back past elements that have been very successful in RTD and a few other announcements as well. And then you carry on spinning it in a new direction, which they've done, I think, with the casting. So... As far as I'm concerned, I'm not surprised either. Um I I did wonder whether they would be brave enough to cast a bloke of any of any kind. He's, he's, he's quite young, 29 years old. I I won't embarrass myself by saying, oh, I think he's the second or third youngest actor to be cast ever, but he's certainly quite high up that league. Ian, we, Ian, you've started putting your hand up on Zoom. This is an audio. <laughs> or, what are you doing? You don't <laughs> just
1: interrupt me. I was just being polite, James. I'll stop that now. I don't know how to deal with that. Um, I think, I mean, one of the things that struck me about his age is that he would have been, what, about 13 when the show came back. So he would have been right in the ideal demographic space to have been, you know, a kid watching this, just like we were kids when we first watched it, but with the new show. So he has actually grown up. I mean, it seems strange to me to be saying this about the revived show, but here's someone who has grown up with Doctor Who the way we grew up with old Doctor Who. 12 years old in 2005.
2: I mean, I'm sure we'll end up getting the customary DWM interview, um, either next issue or the issue after that, uh, where we, you know, find out that he's never even heard of Doctor Who before, <laughs> or or <laughs> perhaps or perhaps he he grew up watching the the Eccleston series and has has been listening to the DWP to catch up on the Nine Lives segments so ever since. You know, e- either way, um, I I think it's um it's it's an interesting uh, time to be cast as a doctor for anyone because he he's he's probably the first actor now who could have grown up with it in the way that you've just described i i think you know three or four years ago would have just been a little bit too soon
0: one thing i'm on Sort kind of hoping there's just put put to bed all those rumours about David Tennant coming back. I mean, it's still possible he could come back in the in the sixties, but I, I I I hope it does. All this rotate rotation of
2: different actors. We've got a, a confirmed casting there. so we do. So- however, however, um, and I'm putting my hand up here because I'm going to say this now. <laughs> Two things. I'm I'm going to get to my point, but I'm gonna I'm going to introduce it just by going through the news article that uh, flashed up on my screen just a couple of hours or so ago. So shooting. Gatwa, BBC, names actor as next Doctor Who star. Actor Shooty Gatwa will take over from Jodie Whittaker as the star of Doctor Who, the BBC has announced. The 29-year-old will become the 14th Time Lord on a popular science fiction show and the first non-white performer to play the lead role. Scottish actor Gatwa, didn't know he was Scottish, Uh, was born in Rwanda, is best known for starring in Netflix sitcom Sex Education. He told the BBC News, It feels really amazing. It's a true honour. This role is an institution and it's so iconic. So, you know, real detail there. Speaking on the red carpet before Sunday's BAFTA TV Awards, where he is nominated for Sex Education, Gatwa said the role of the Doctor means a lot to so many people, including myself. Mm. So that possibly is an indication Mm. that he is a little familiar with the show. He added, I feel grateful to have had the baton handed over and I'm going to do my best. Gatwell will make his debut as the Time Lord in 2023. Now, that last line there is the one I wanted to, to, to dwell on. <laughs> Let's assume that we get to see him at the end of the next episode. That does now seem pretty likely. We mm. are not going to have another episode scheduled until 2023, for mm. sure. Right now, I don't think that's the first of January 2023 because they're no. about to produce a show <laughs> this year with with Gatwa. So therefore, I think there is a vacant slot at Christmas and New Year, which those rumours that you referred to, Phil, concerning the return mm. of David Tennant, possibly Paul McGann, and who knows, it is a possibility, um, and and they can get on and make that pretty sharpish. But you never know. I can't. I can't imagine RTD will want a Christmas stroke, New Year to pass him by.
0: I, I don't know. I, I wish I'd, I'd, I'd been able to join on, on the predictions
2: episode <laughs> um, a, a few episodes back. No, I we did I, reschedule I... that twice for you, and then you disappeared somewhere.
0: Oh, no, exactly. um, <laughs> I know was, I was exactly. I was doing my audition for the 14th Doctor. I couldn't. I couldn't tell anybody. <laughs> Told you it was
2: a waste of time.
0: Exactly. Now I'm actually going to say. Uh, I think. Um, my prediction is I don't think there's going to be any Christmas New Year special this year I think that this is it now we're going to get our last episode of Who in six months time whenever it is and we're going to have to wait until I'm assuming November the 23rd 2023 um, for our, for our next episode of Doctor Who.
2: Well, that certainly is in line with your um, DWP persona as Scrooge. Um, you're cancelling yep. Christmas. Thank you for that, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, have you got anything else to say just so that we can end this very, very brief podcast on a bit more of an optimistic <laughs> note? <laughs> I, I,
1: I mean, this is perhaps not the, the best way to go for optimis- optimism. I just jumped into a couple of the Doctor Who forums online, not Gallifrey-based. It is a silly place. Oh, but um, yeah. And I was I was actually quite pleased to see the generally positive reaction. I mean, there's obviously a few negative people. You could cast the reincarnation of Patrick Troughton as the next Doctor and there'd be a bunch of negative people because that's Doctor Who fans for you. But for the most part, it was it was fairly uh, positive. There was quite a lot of people making a, a bit of a song and dance about the way this has been announced. You know, there's no TV special. There's no, you know, big thing on you know in a, a sporting event or anything yeah. like that. It's just come out on social media, and a lot of people were saying this was actually a slight to the actor, or that it would have been their hand had been forced because the rumours. I actually think it was entirely deliberate, because something else I'm seeing here is you've got a young actor who's got a very strong young following from his previous shows. And quite possibly they're trying to bring a young audience in, which I'm all in favour of doing. That's how shows stay relevant and alive. And these days, if you wanted to announce something to a young audience, they're not going to be watching, you know, Wimbledon or a sporting event. If you suddenly throw something <laughs> out on social media and create a massive viral social media buzz, which they absolutely have, that's exactly how these things work. And, you know, my my son got the 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 news alert flashing up on his phone and came down to tell me, and so I actually think this is entirely deliberate, and I think, and it's it makes me think there's a campaign here to try and reaccess a younger audience from the show, which they did back in the Tennant and Matt Smith era. And I remember going to that first Doctor Who convention with you, James, God, ten years ago now in Cardiff, and us being just amazed at the the number of young people around because that there didn't used to be that many young people around the Doctor Who conventions. Um, no, and, no, no. No, I, that's and I right. think that might have faded away a little bit. I think with the Capaldi era, that was very much an old Who era. And I don't think the Jodie Whittaker era is particularly, in, you know, she came from Broadchurch and things like that. I don't think we've, in the last few years, the show has engaged with a youth audience as much. And this strikes me as being potentially an absolute campaign to do that. And more power to the rail birth they are.
2: Maybe they are either that, or actually the Instagram post that Phil referred to earlier was not planned, and the BBC <laughs> had to act really quickly uh, to cover up his slip.
0: I've, I've got, I've got actually one sort of final thing from me on this. Actually, um, this was all done sort of because the Baftas or the Television Baftas were held this afternoon. I think they might be going as we as we record right now. They are going to be on the television this evening at, at about six pm. Ooh. So. He's nominated for a a Best Comedy Actor um, Award, but he's also presenting an award tonight as well. So I have a feeling it will be announced during that
2: ceremony. What time is it on, Phil, and what channel? Because this may be online in time for listeners to tune in.
0: Yes, it is on BBC One at 6pm this evening.
2: Right. Well, provided we don't have any other really interesting points to make, then actually, let's wrap it up. Let's get it online. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I'll I'll be tuning in uh, at 6pm this evening to see how he does. Yes, same here. Wonderful. Gents, thank you for joining me very quickly. And uh, listeners, exciting times. We'll be back next month on the DWP. Bye for now. Bye-bye. back to my vacuuming. Suck it up, Ian. Suck it up. That was the Doctor Who Podcast, which you can find at the Dr com. If you have any feedback, please send it into feedback at the com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook and via the Doctor Who Podcast forums. Thank you for listening. Take care.